0: Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth. From depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created, this podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I hope you had a great weekend. I'm recording this intro on Sunday afternoon and I had an absolutely insane weekend it was amazing in so many ways it was emotional it's if you don't know it's my last weekend in LA before I head back to the east coast for like a month and a half to two months Uh, so I'll be gone for a bit and I am moving out of my apartment on Thursday this week Um, I've been living with my ex since uh, well we broke up earlier this winter and so it's like the end of an era Um, we have I'm so proud of us I might actually do a podcast episode with Jeff because We have been able to become great friends to the point we are like talking about our dating lives with each other. And I feel like we are on such great terms. It's so respectful. It's so healthy. Um, And I've I've been getting so many questions and so many people are just so shocked um, because we we actually hung out um, some this weekend um, and last weekend and just when people meet us. um, And even my friends are always just like, I don't know how you did this. Uh, so I don't know, let me know if you guys would be interested in me going into a bit of just how we were able to work through things and get to a good point as exes being friends. Um, cause I'm happy to dive in and maybe that would be a super fun episode to have him on even, but anyway, um, it, it's the end of an era. And so it's definitely, it was, it was emotional and bittersweet and I am just, yeah, processing a lot. So much has happened in this apartment, uh, so much growth so much change just it's been such a very important season of my life and pivotal season of my life um, and so yeah and I'm also I'm really sad to be leaving this apartment I'm not gonna lie it is my favorite apartment I have ever lived in the tub is literally like my my escape my my dream tub that I hope to have maybe in the next apartment I don't know maybe we'll see anything can happen. I've been manifesting what I want really well lately. It actually, I was thinking about it literally before hopping on. And I was like, my manifestation skills have been insane. Like I'm kind of in disbelief at myself, especially because I've been so relaxed and having so much fun. I feel like it shouldn't be this easy, but that's the whole point of manifestation, right? It's you're magnetizing what you want. It should be that easy. And that's why I have my online course that I launched in July, if you don't know, called Stop the Struggle. And it's all about stopping doing things the hard way, which is like forcing and chasing and doing them the easy way, which is shifting your internal state to one that actually just ends up being amazing and feeling good anyway, but it magnetizes to you everything you want. So if you want details on that, it's not open for enrollment right now. But I will put a link in the show notes for you guys to get on the wait list for when I open it this fall again. Um, Or you guys can obviously always reach out about one-on-one coaching. You can book a discovery call through. There's also a link in my show notes for that. If you want to hop on, see if working together is aligned. Uh, I would love that. Would love to support you in becoming a powerful manifester. But yeah, it's been wild. And literally, everything that I have wanted has been coming true quickly and easily. And I'm kind of like, this is insane. So I don't know. Maybe the tub is totally going to happen in my next apartment. But I'm so, we have an ocean view. It's so magical to wake up and just the way we're in the top floor, we're in the penthouse apartment of this. Um, it's only four floors high, um, this like condo building. And we can literally just see straight to the ocean. But when I walk out of the bedroom in the morning, it looks like I'm in a tree house above the ocean because all you see, is palm trees and blue water. Like you don't see the sand. You don't see the road. You don't see anything. Maybe I'll post a story uh, when this goes live tomorrow morning so you guys can see what I mean. But um, I am so sad because it's definitely such a special, beautiful apartment. And I've loved living here, but also very excited for the next chapter of my life. But yeah, I, I, I did the most this weekend. I had so much fun. I went out and just spent time reminiscing, spent time with Jeff, spent time with friends, and I am tired, but I am very satisfied with a very fun last weekend here. I feel like I did I did it right. But tonight is dedicated to recovering and preparing for a very busy but exciting week. I'm having another friend on the show, so we're going to record. I'm recording um, on a podcast that I'm really excited to be on at Dear Media, and I am just so excited about everything going on with just partnerships and prepping for New York Fashion Week and going home and just lots of exciting things. But I'm also so excited for you guys to hear today's episode. It was a conversation with my friend Lily, and we are chatting about our daily and weekly rituals that raise our vibration and why we do them. Because I feel like sometimes you see people, and I actually learned a lot from Lily, because I was like, what does like dunking your face in a bowl of ice do? Um, why are you doing that you know and I feel like people ask me that about meditating and just different things that I do and it's like they're they actually make a difference and so we're sharing why we do them and what they do for us and how powerful they have been and I think we had a lot to say on meditation actually and we had two kind of different uh approaches I tend to do. I used to do more of the type of meditation that Lily does, but I do a kind of a different one now, but we might be swapping back and forth. Um I loved how she does a lot of stuff to really get into her body. I've been doing a lot of spiritual, emotional, mental work. Um so I feel like we're kind of swapping a little there. It was just a cool conversation to like learn from each other and also I hope you guys get a lot out of it and get some inspiration and maybe ideas for some rituals to add to your life to raise your vibration and help you manifest better and feel better. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Lily. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. I've enjoyed our in real life conversation so much. And I was like, I think this is going to make for a great podcast episode.
1: 100%.
0: So I'm excited because, I mean, we went back and forth on what we wanted to talk about because there's quite a few topics I feel like we could go off on, but... I thought wellness and our vibration raising rituals would be such a good one because you post a lot of this on your Instagram and it's inspiring to me all the time. And I'm always like, what is she doing? Why is she doing it? And I have my own, but I know you get a lot of questions. So I thought it'd be cool to, especially because I feel like people nowadays are kind of like, I don't know, does this really do anything? Yeah, totally. You were saying about dry brushing and that's something that I've been kind of like, does it really do anything? Do you feel a difference? So I'm curious I'm excited and curious. I have a lot
1: of very skeptical friends who are like, What is she doing? Why is she putting <laughs> her face in a bucket of ice? I'm <laughs> really confused. You do that too. <laughs> I just started that one. Yeah, we'll get into all of it. But how long have you been doing like how long has wellness been a part of your daily life? Has it been a while?
0: I feel like it's been since I really got I, after maybe like a year after I embarked on my healing journey. I got into journaling because it was helping me so much. Right. And then I started to realize what a difference all of these things make in my life. Like even the simplest things like going for a walk, like we're going to, we'll, we'll get into, I'm sure like what we do, but like the littlest things make such a difference in how I'm feeling mentally, which makes such a difference in how I'm feeling, how I'm manifesting, how I'm showing up, what I'm creating. So I started to take it really seriously once I started to see the effects about a year into my healing. Right.
1: Yeah. I think that makes sense. It's one of those things. It's almost like reminds me of eating healthy. Being like, why do I have to eat this kale? Like what to say I'm healthy? Like, what's the point? But once you do it and you actually feel how much it can change your life, you're like, I'm never going to not do this. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to stick with it long enough. And I feel like totally. a lot of people do it because it looks trendy on Instagram and they're right. like, M- you know, we're out there making stuff look so aesthetic. People are <laughs> right. Like, oh, let me do that. But it's of this stuff like eating healthy or working out like you have to do it for a while to actually yeah. see what it does.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. So, okay, let's start off. I'd love for you to go first. Okay. What are some of your daily rituals that are non-negotiable for you or that you love?
1: Yes. I think I will like asterisk that I've been doing this for a while, and like for someone starting, I don't expect them to wake up and then have like a one hour morning routine.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. Actually, first I, f- yes. I should have asked you back. How long have you been doing this? Oh stuff?
1: yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. So I went to high school in Big Sur, California, which is like super hippie. I was reading like Ram Dass Be Here Now at fifteen. Oh like my God. reading <laughs> Myth of Sisyphus by Camus, you like are thinking OG. I'm a philosopher. <laughs> so like that's been a part of my life, but I didn't really know how to actually actually apply it until probably like 5 or 6 years ago like in becoming an adult. Okay. So I was very familiar with like what meditation was and like astral projection and like all these weird things, but I didn't use it in a practical way. So I think mm. it really began when I was 22 after a breakup. And it was the only time I've ever been absolutely heartbroken. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the ground under me just completely disappeared. Mm -hmm. And so I had no other option than to like find these tools to like rebuild my ground. And then that's when I really started implementing it into my life.
0: Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Same. I was like rock bottom after my divorce. And I was like, I am not okay. How do I get okay? I know people are okay. Like, and I just was like started researching, like, what can I do?
1: Yeah. And I think we'll get into this too, but it's so nice to start when you're not at rock bottom, because once you have <laughs> so the true. tools and then you get to rock bottom, you have those tools. Like, I wish I had the tools I had from meditation when I went through that breakup. Yeah. So like, it's better if you can start now.
0: <laughs> yes. It's so much better. Like people wait till like they're at their very first yeah. to start things, to start eating healthy, to start thinking about, you know, rewiring their brain and stuff. Totally. And it's like, don't wait. Yeah. <laughs> That's my message, too. <laughs> Don't do it now. I know. We sound like Joe Dispenza. I think he says that, too. He's like, why wait to change your life?
1: Totally. But it's true. <laughs> but it's
0: true. Yeah.
1: Um, what was your question? <laughs> you asked <laughs> me a question, like, five minutes ago.
0: Um, well, you were sa- you were saying when you started. Oh, um, you were
1: asking me what my, my non-negotiable yeah, what daily are. routines are. Yeah. Yeah. So my morning routine is stronger than my night routine. And I'll get into why. So every morning I wake up, I make a hot water with lemon which is more of just like a ritual thing I just feel like it cleanses my body I don't know if it actually does anything but it's just like a nice little ritual mm-hmm. I burn the sage I burn the palo santo and um, just to kind of like set the tone and set the intention of like this is my time for me so let me make it all nice I do a 15 minute meditation or I'll do a breath work. So. Um, That can either be like Wim Hof's meditation or I'll just do a mindfulness meditation or I'll do six, seven, eight, breathing, something for 10 to 15 minutes. Hmm. And then I do morning pages, which I got from the book, The Artist's Way. Have you read that?
0: I've read part of it. Yeah. It's so good. It's incredible.
1: Yeah. The um, writer, I believe her name is Julia Cameron. She kind of prescribed every morning, write three pages of just stream of consciousness brain dump and whatever is in your brain just let it out on the page doesn't matter how trivial it is it could be like my ac is broken and my stomach kind of hurts and like my mom called me yesterday and she was annoying me blah 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 um in the book the artist way it's used for creative purposes but i feel like for me i have a lot of anxiety i'm naturally an anxious person especially in the morning Mm -hmm. which i learned you have the most cortisol right when you wake up and I didn't know this, but that makes sense for me. I wake up and I am just like hit with anxiety because I think my cortisol
0: is just so high. Yeah. Oh, wait, this makes so much sense. I'm yeah. at my worst mood wise usually right when I wake up. Totally.
1: So that's why I wake up and I'm like, okay, morning routine on Yeah. because it helps me get out of that and set the tone for the day. So I do the morning pages, which I've been doing for about six months now. And I really love it because it's an opportunity for me to work things out mm. like therapy it's not a replacement therapy if you need it but it kind of mimics that for me because instead of a therapist just sitting there and be like mm-hmm, and how does that make you feel my pages are just sitting <laughs> yeah. there and they're like go on <laughs> so i'll end up teasing out things and be like oh this is why I, that happened and this is why i feel like that and and i'll come to like a conclusion whereas i started with a blank page and i had no idea what i was going to write that day so i've had some really transformative experiences on those blank pages um yeah and after the morning pages i just like to get outside for like five minutes get some vitamin d i notice that Mm. i have a real shift in my day when i get some you know sun on my face and i think that's it and then i dry brush i take a cold shower
0: (laughs) and i stick my face in ice (laughs) and that's (laughs) it. i promise well wait no okay wait i want to unpack this i want to understand obviously i mean you you went into the lemon water there i know there's things that it does i don't know them but that's fine. I'm sure people can Google it. You went into the morning pages, why you do that. Can you go into why you meditate or how it helps you or breath work and why it helps you? And then the same with the, uh, face in the ice bowl and the dry brushing.
1: I think meditation is if you're going to do one thing, if you're starting from zero and you're like, okay, I need to do something in the morning. That's what I personally would recommend. I would love to hear what you would recommend as well. I would recommend 10 minutes of meditation because it has taught me so much about how to just like approach conflict. Mm. So, well, there's two things that taught me. Number one is how to approach conflict. And it's kind of the idea of you sit there and you breathe and the clouds come into frame and come out of the frame and the thoughts come in and they come out and you watch them come and you watch them go. And that's kind of the idea of meditation is like. You're not trying to have a clear brain. You're not trying to think of nothing. You're just trying to be a witness to your thoughts and be a witness to your emotions. And applying that in life when shit actually hits the fan Mm -hmm. is so Mm -hmm. helpful to have that of like, I'm watching it come. I'm watching it suck. And then I'm watching it go. And like just experiencing whatever comes, like, experience in your body, like, seeing how you feel and just being a witness to it all, as opposed to, like, a victim or the controller. Like, you can't control what shows up. You just have to, like, see it and know that it'll get better. So I think that's probably, like, the most helpful takeaway that I didn't have that in my breakup before I started meditating. Mm. It was, like, the world was over. And now when I go through a breakup, when there's something difficult at work, when there's, like, a family issue, like, I know kind of how to mentally handle it yeah so that's been really helpful and then the second kind of key takeaway and also the reason I do meditation and breath work is and maybe we can talk a bit about this later is like getting to know yourself Mm. as an anxious person I would love to avoid myself at all costs you (laughs) know and like avoid my inner thoughts and I think
0: (laughs) yeah and I totally
1: (laughs) totally and I think all this work just forces you to get to know yourself really well. And it forces you to confront whatever is coming up, whatever mm-hmm. demons you have, whatever things you're trying to avoid. If you put a timer and you tell yourself, I'm sitting here 15 minutes, mm-hmm. you can't avoid it. I mean, you can get up and you can stop. But like if you dedicate that discipline to yourself, um, that's been really helpful. in just getting to know myself and knowing even, OK, in my body, I feel anxiety here. It's in my chest. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't have noticed that. I wasn't meditating or like when negative thoughts come up, what are those thoughts? They have, they're the same pattern. Why? You know? And so I think those are like the two main takeaways for me. And it's just like really helped me lead a more, I don't know, mindful and self-guided life,
0: if that makes any sense. And it sounds like more centered as well. Yes. Um, You know, I have a lot to say on both of your takeaways from meditation. Um, Yeah, let's hear it. The first one, the sitting with things. I feel like my, for my healing journey, like that becoming less reactive and being able to stop just being so reactionary, which is being more in a victim like position. Right. And then now being able to respond more, like that's been one of the best things because I did live constantly reaction or reacting. And like, that's just, it takes you out of your power because you don't have time to center and to actually think and to respond in a way that keeps you in your power. Right. You end up doing things you regret or whatnot. And so I feel like, yeah, that has been a big takeaway for me too, where I just, I am slower and I'm less reactive and less a victim to my external reality and more in, in my power. Totally. And then the second one, I want to talk about this because I loved, so Lily and I had a picnic on the beach the night before the hurricane.
1: <laughs> We're like, there's a hurricane coming. Let's get some wine and cheese and go and to the, go beach. To the <laughs> beach.
0: And we had the most lovely evening. The weather was perfect. The sunset. I didn't think about it, but it was probably so stunning because there was a storm coming mm-hmm. the next day. Yeah. Like or no, that's the red sky at night sailors desi- delight red sky and morning sailor take warning. Well, we had, it wasn't red. That was just, it was, it, was, just beautiful. it was rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. So ignore that. That has nothing to do with it. I was trying to see if that also is like, Oh yeah, that's why. Um, but we had the most stunning, um, evening and we had such a good conversation, but, uh, Lily was sharing how she is, she just like felt in her gut. It was time to break her lease in New York and be in LA full time. And I was like, I love that you're living by your gut. I feel like it took me so long to get there and it's so many people and I'll get DMs about this like how do you know like what's your gut and it's fair because it's like if you're living from trauma like sometimes it's your trauma leading not like your actual gut which is like and knowing the
1: difference between that can be really hard
0: yeah but meditation and like and I was going to tie this back in though to the journaling so I journal a lot too and I feel like both of those things have helped me it's I mean you're journaling you're literally having the same conversation you would have probably with your friends. Right. But we don't do that with ourselves. Right. But like journaling, we do. And we're able to like actually express what's going on inside of us, get it out, process it versus I find if I don't process and I'll verbally process with friends sometimes or a therapist, but the journaling has helped me become emotionally available to myself and not need to rely on other people as much, Mm -hmm. which I feel like is so powerful, Mm -hmm. but it's helped me that's helped me build that relationship with myself along with the time making myself sit with myself and my thoughts and my feelings like in that I don't know if you feel that way but I think it's helped me really get in tune with my actual gut and my actual like I don't know higher self yeah totally I
1: I always was very very indecisive and I think more so in relationships because mm. I know that I come from a history of being avoidance. Mm-hmm. So I would have this problem in dating where I would want to break up with them, but I'm like, is it because they're not the wrong match? Is it because they are the wrong match or is it because I'm avoidant and like, I have all these defects and like, I fuck everything up. Out- Can I curse on this podcast? Oh yeah. Totally. Okay. <laughs> Everybody asks me and like, go for it. <laughs> and so totally. But in doing this work, you see it come out on the page. It's almost like a third person is there, like kind of guiding you. And I wanted to ask you, since you've started doing like this internal work, have you ever made a decision that you regret?
0: Oh, that's such a good question. I don't think I've made one that felt, that I thought about and felt good. I've done things like spur of the moment. I didn't take time to connect to myself and think, or I was like, you know, sometimes I'll get into a week where I'm I'm busy and I drop my practices and then I'm living on autopilot and then I start finding myself in situations or reacting in ways or if I'm like drinking a lot because that I always find that that really disconnects me from being centered because I just am plagued with anxious negative thoughts a lot right so I feel like when I'm in those states I tend to start being like okay time to connect back to self time to slow down time to center again because I'm not loving the decisions I'm making but usually I've been doing, I've been, I call it flow state now. Cause I've, I feel like I've gotten into a flow with it and it feels like being in flow state, but I just, I'm just doing what I want and what feels good and I it's inspired action, I guess. And it, it's been working out fantastic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it feels so good. No, totally. Um, what about
0: you? Yeah. It's
1: something that I've been when it comes to larger decisions, like for example, relationships, Mm-hmm. I will have this seed of doubt in my head and I know that it's not the right person. I know it's not the right fit, but yeah. I'm convincing myself that I'm the problem. And that if I just try oh, hard and yeah. like this guy, it's me and I'm the problem. And once I finally decide to leave it, I'm like, Oh, that I had that in me the whole time. Like wow. my body was telling me yeah. and I was just coming up with excuses as to like why I'm defective and blah, blah, blah. So
0: damn,
1: no, the answer, like big decisions. Once I finally make them like, Lily, you know what to do every time. Just listen to it.
0: Yeah. It's your brain. The overthinking. Totally. I get pings. I've heard that it's based off your human design and I've yet to look into what my human design types is, but you get the pings differently. And for me, I think whatever my type is, I I know right away in my gut, Mm -hmm. like I knew I feel so bad seeing this on the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm, I'm really blunt and honest. I knew. I knew when I saw Jeff's hinge, I was like, nah, this is like, not my vibe. And my mom was like, he's so nice. (laughs) Sorry, mom. (laughs) She she doesn't listen. (laughs) She knows this though. We've we've, uh, duked it out, (laughs) but I'm still grateful though. Like I wasn't, I also, it's so funny though, because I knew I was like, "Mm, not really my vibe. Right. He also has been amazing for me. Like, I don't know that I was at like, you know, the, the level or ready for stepping into something maybe more aligned like Mm -hmm. I was too in insecure and in scarcity I know right you know if I could attract better he felt safe to me yeah and he has been he's been amazing and amazing I have healed so much of my like past traumas and insecurities through this relationship Mm -hmm. um and even then through our breakup and the conversations we've had but it's so funny and every like I know I'll meet a guy and I'll be like Nah, not the one. Yeah. But I don't know that it means I shouldn't engage cuz I get valuable lessons and it helps me step into who I'm supposed to be. Totally. I mean, I'm <laughs> a believer that like
1: whoever's meant to come into your life will in one yeah. way or another like and teach you something. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm no dating expert.
0: <laughs> so don't ask <laughs> of me. This would a good dating. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I'm curious so it's like what would happen if I listened to that ping? I end up having fun and learning stuff but then there is always pain involved with the lessons that I learned (laughs) so maybe I'd have less pain but then I'm like I don't know
1: but then it's also like are those people that are just taking away time and energy from the people people that that actually are 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 meant for you Yeah. and that's the thing I just got out of a relationship recently and the second I finally left I was like oh yeah I looked around the other guys that showed up I was like there we go yeah this is, <laughs> this what, is what, what I'm talking about and they showed up like the second I walked away from my current partner
0: yeah this, this started happened right after yeah yeah, with Jeff. yeah
1: so it's just like move aside
0: yeah so we got to listen to those pings sooner I think is the takeaway so and have faith in them and I
1: think that's the thing too with like all this work and you know like we were saying i making decisions and following your internal compass I think I'm noticing I'm making decisions faster
0: mm, Yeah. as same.
1: opposed to like staying in things for too long or like being in cities for longer than I like, I, like you said, I moved f- to LA from New York and just like knowing that it's time and making that action.
0: Damn. I shouldn't have texted that guy back. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I don't <laughs> have to do anything. <laughs> I don't have to meet up. Uh, no, I love this, but same. I um, had the worst decision fatigue. Yeah. Um, and, Literally, when I started meditating, I noticed within like two, three months, the decision fatigue got so much better. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. I love this.
1: Wait, okay. I want to hear your daily non-negotiables. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Should you do should you explain why you do the face in the water and the dry brushing? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I forgot (laughs) about that. So
1: the dry brushing is that's the one where I'm also like, I don't know (laughs) what this does, but it feels nice and it's exfoliating and I like it. And Gwyneth Paltrow told me that it'll drain my <laughs> lymph nodes. So God bless her.
0: And Melissa Health says yeah. it too. I watch um, her and I'm always like, should I, just, I do
1: this? I just like to do it before I shower. And it's yeah. just, I feel like it's nice for my body. So I don't have any proof in the pudding on that one.
0: Yeah. Um, I should probably do it because I fake tan and then it's always looking like weird and getting on my clothes. So I probably should do it for that sake. Yeah, purely. it'll never <laughs> hurt to exfoliate heavy. your body
1: yeah. and like <laughs> create circulation on your skin. Yeah. Um, and the cold plunge is my favorite thing in the entire world so if i had it my way i would have a cold plunge in my house but i don't have a yard like the actual tub yes okay i would do it every single day but i can't so i try to go to you know places whenever i can there's a few places i love in la Um, but an at-home version is either taking a cold shower or if you don't want to take a cold shower because sometimes it's harder to do the cold shower than just the plunge I don't mm. know why. Yeah. I and feel the that water doesn't really get cold enough.
0: Cause S- I feel like the cold plunge, you're like, you're like getting in, you prep yourself. I used to yes. be on swim team growing up. And so it's like, you just like mentally you're like, fuck it. I'm jumping in totally versus the shower. You're like turning it on and doing it yourself. <laughs> <It's just> slowly <laughs> changing temperature. <laughs> yeah. Um, so
1: an alternative is doing it just in your face. Okay. So there are scientific <clears throat> explanations of how the face nerves dictate the body i'm not gonna even try to like replicate those facts but i do know that putting your face in ice water can kind of mimic doing it on your full body oh
0: cool if you
1: want actual like scientific evidence just look it up online
0: yeah Um, Yeah. No, i believe you yeah so
1: it's also great for your skin like i have post acne inflammation and my dermatologist told me to do it as well and i was like great so we got a double whammy
0: yeah win-win yeah
1: so i just fill a bowl up with really cold water and a bunch of ice and dunk my face in for as long as i can and that gives me the same effects and the effects are number one it feels so good like you are so energized after you have done a full 180. I don't do cocaine, but it's what I imagine doing <laughs> cocaine would be
0: like in a healthy version. You're just, version. Like, like You're just ready to down. roll.
1: Okay. Yeah. And you feel amazing. Um and it also like it's very difficult and it takes a lot of endurance to just breathe through the cold for three minutes. Uh, three minutes is kind of like the magic number. And um when you can endure three minutes of absolute freezing that's probably the most challenging thing you'll do all day. And so it teaches me resilience and it teaches me like going through pain and it teaches me if you breathe through the pain, it's fine at the end. Um, And I'm a bit of a masochist like (laughs) in a way, but I think it's a really like important lesson of like things suck and just like breathe through it and you'll be okay and you'll be even better on the other side of it.
0: No, I, I completely agree with that. I really think doing hard things is so so good for us in so many ways. Um, and this is why I, I try to make myself like run and work out yeah. um, and just challenge myself in different ways because I think that it it's not about avoiding hard things. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get Uh, you know, maybe who aren't doing any of these practices, they're they're ending most of the time. If you're not dealing with the emotions, you're avoiding them. You're numbing them. You're pushing them away. You're drinking them away. Like you're doing something with them. If you're not processing them, that's not good. You have to move through them and process them. And that takes resilience. It takes being able to face hard things. And so I I totally agree. I think doing difficult things like that, whether it's working out, I think I'm going to start doing this now. You should. It's so Okay. Wait, quick side note. So I feel like the one benefit to maybe not listening to my initial pings, I've learned so much. A a guy I recently went out with, um, was telling me why he takes cold showers and what they do. And I was like, damn, maybe I should do it. And I learned so much about racing shifter carts from another guy. Like I've been learning so much. Totally. You you take, you know, things away from, from people. So I don't know, take that or leave it. I still think we should listen to our gut sooner than later. (laughs) But, um, but no, I was like learning that from him. And like, I think, it's so, like resilience is so, it's about resilience. It's not about avoidance. It's like building up your tolerance because I think that's what leads to a truly fulfilling life. Yes. Because we'll never escape pain or not have pain. It's what you do with it and how quickly you move through it and how you can still maintain quality of life with it. Um, so I love that. Yeah. I'm yeah, a
1: fan. It's a part of life.
0: Yeah. 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 Character building. Okay, guys, I'm doing, I'm going to be dunking my face in a bowl of ice for three minutes every day now. <laughs> I've heard it's good for your happy chemicals too so
1: it's you feel so good after I like can't even tell you you feel amazing yeah Yeah.
0: I did do a cold plunge once at a music festival
1: oh Um, yeah that sounds like a great time you're probably like sweaty and hot I'm sure it's amazing
0: no actually oh my god it was the elements (laughs) festival in and this was like I think their first or second year and people were comparing it to the fire festival because it rained the whole weekend leading up to it so it was freezing I didn't pack or dress accordingly I was with Jeff because he was doing DJ stuff. Neither of us did. So we were both freezing and half sulked anyway. So it was miserable because we got out and we were still cold. But I, I did still feel good. It just wasn't probably the same as if like, right.
1: it was <laughs> hot out. That actually sounds miserable. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was not. It was, it was a horrible weekend, actually. Because, oh, yeah, we stayed over. And we didn't realize the cabins didn't have bedding. Oh my or, gosh. or or towels or anything like uh-huh. duh. But I've never been to a festival before. That Jeff should have known he had been to so many. Right. But I guess he always camped. But they were like, oh, your staff, you can stay in the cabins. But no, this was like camp cabins for children. There was nothing. So you were just on a mattress I was just with just, just mattress nothing. Wrapped up in a picnic blanket we had brought. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a nightmare. Used my hoodie as a pillow. Oh my god. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was a uh, quite an experience. We had all. We also weren't sleeping well because we had done um, ketamine. Mm-hmm. This is the first and only time I ever tried it, and I was, yeah, I was in a very different world, and I was n- not sleeping but not awake. It was it was a very unpleasant <laughs> weekend. <laughs> but I, I have so
1: many questions that I'll hold for another time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe later on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm going on a podcast called barely filtered and I feel like that's kind of what mine is becoming. It's just unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need more of that. Like hundred percent. We don't talk about things enough. So most of us are left confused and not sure. And it's like, if we just had real conversations, yeah, but okay. You asked me what my routines were. Um, So for me, I actually want to be doing the lemon water thing. That's something I've wanted to add Mm -hmm. in because I know it's better for me to hydrate first before I go for my coffee. Yes. But coffee is typically the first thing I do. Um, But I pop headphones on while I'm making my coffee and I listen to a superhuman app meditation. And it's mostly um, they have ones where you can actually do like a sit down meditation. They have walking meditations. I've talked about it a little bit before on the pod, but they have like two to three minute ones that I love to use throughout the day to like shift my energy if I'm like off or anxious or whatever um and I love putting one on because it just it's like you know talking about you can have it all or you know everything you want wants you or success is on the way it's like things to put me in a positive mindset because I am waking up negative as well so interesting so funny we both have that tendency yeah it makes me feel but see you talking about it I feel better now I'm like oh I'm not yeah. like it's not my brain it's not me it's like it's cortisol, yeah, it's cortisol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um so I try to pump the positive in And I used to do meditations every morning. I've been doing them in the afternoon now more lately because I've I've been finding myself after doing that. I'll also usually go for a walk in the morning um, Mm -hmm. to get the sunlight to get my body moving. Um, But I find myself, I've been in a pretty good energy after that, um, after just listening to one or two of those superhuman app meditations. And so I'll end up working and getting really creative. Um, If I do find myself in a funky energy, I'll journal. Like if that doesn't work, Um, because that's how I express and process and like kind of talk myself through it. But I should be better about doing it maybe every day. Um, I don't know. Try
1: it It because there will be days when you don't think you need it. Yeah. And then
0: something comes out. Exactly. Yeah. And whenever I journal more regularly, I just feel more centered. Um, Yeah. But those are yeah, those are mine. Mine has been pretty short lately. Uh, but the walking, the listening to a meditation that's positive, And then, um, my meditation, my actual meditations, it's interesting though. Cause you, your meditation is sitting with breath work. Yes. I used to do that more. So I would use head, headspace, I think. Okay. Um, and then lately I've been doing more Joe Dispenza once and doing a lot of visualization of my future self and what I'm calling in. Right. And I feel like they both are really powerful that one's been really powerful for manifesting and getting me in a good energy but i think i need to infuse more of the sitting because i have been a little bit more like go 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 i found my adhd was a lot better when i was doing Mm. the 15 minutes of just like sitting and observing
1: I will say I have a hard time deciding what meditation to do in the morning. Yeah. Because there's so many things I want to do. I
0: know we could do this stuff all day.
1: <laughs> I know. I like, I would love to do a manifestation one. I would love to do an energizing breath work. I would love to do a central nervous system, relaxing breath work. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's yeah. so many things you can do, but I guess it's just about knowing what maybe that day or that week or that month, like you need. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, that's that's the tricky middle ground where I've been finding myself in because right. I used to be very rigid. I would do a 40 minute Joe Dispenza meditation every morning. Oh, wow. What was it? Um, either the generous present moment or the the TNP. I forget what it stands for. OK. Yeah, I don't remember what, what the initial stand for, but I would just swap back and forth um, between those two. And I would journal as well. Like, and so my, but my, and then I would walk for 45 minutes. So it just got so long. Yeah, I know. And then I was like, ah, this is too much. Then I would, I would just try to do what I needed, but then I started to feel the effects of not doing things enough, like journaling enough. So I'm trying to find that sweet middle ground where I'm like listening to what I need, but I'm also like sticking to things that I know help me feel good. And it's like going to the gym, like you miss it enough times, then you start to see it over time.
1: The getting outside and walking for me is mm-hmm. so key, even if it's five minutes. Like there's something about not getting the sunlight in the morning. And if I don't, I really do notice a difference Yeah. in my mood if I'm like inside. And my apartment's a little bit dark, so I don't get that much natural light. Mm-hmm. And like my whole day, I feel I'm like in a fog if I don't like hop yeah. outside really quick.
0: Same, same. It makes such a difference in my headspace. It's so... S- <laughs> i know as we sip our we made margaret or we made some I'm like sort of almost cocktail. done with mine <laughs> <laughs> i think i might have been talking more than you no i love it um walking though is it's so simple so and simple I'm, i know there's so many like tiktoks where it's like going on my silly little hot girl walk but right oh my god i will think the world is ending and everything is crashing and burning and i will go out for a walk and i'll be like oh yeah i'm fine no just it's fine
1: also all the studies about. The ties between longevity and walking. Like, it's yeah. that simple. Just like walk. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. These things are so simple, but they, yeah. they make such a difference. That's why totally. I do them. Totally. And then, oh, and then you were going to share weekly rituals yes. that you do. Yes.
1: So, there are a few things that I like to do every week to kind of like raise my vibration. And the things I do weekly, so I guess the daily things are about getting in touch with myself and the weekly things are about community and getting Mm -hmm. in touch with others. Because by nature, I'm a little bit selfish by nature. We all are. Right. Not in like a, oh, I'm so hot, blah, blah. But in like a, I tend to like really focus on myself and how I'm feeling and what I need and like what I want to do today. And so these things that I do weekly remind me to like be a better person. <laughs> and, like think <laughs> about others, which is so silly that. that like I need that reminder, but I know myself well enough to know where, you know, I'm lacking a little bit. Yeah. So, I try once a week to do either one of the three. A breathwork class and an actual class. If you're in LA, I really love Open because there's such a community there. Mm. And when you do breathwork, so I take a class called Breath Plus Sound, so it's breathwork combined with audio and music mm. and so not only are you connecting with yourself but you're really connecting with the room and there's a lot of vocal release we'll like scream it out and, or like laugh and just hearing the person next to you like scream bloody murder I'm like I'm with you yeah <laughs> I'm right there with <laughs> you and you know afterwards we'll kind of like share our experience so just having that community Ooh. is really nice
0: that also boosts oxytocin I just had a brain expert Who has a book on like our happy chemicals, Uh and she was explaining what each one was to me and how we cultivate more of each one, and like this community stuff releases oxytocin. Totally, that's amazing.
1: And we're so—it's something I think we're just also lacking. Yeah, this community.
0: Yes, because we're all online nowadays. Totally, it's yeah.
1: Totally. So I do that. Um, I love a breathwork class. It's amazing. Or I will do Kundalini. Which is a form of yoga.
0: Okay, yes. Explain this because I've heard people doing this and I don't know exactly what it is. It's
1: kind of hard to explain. It's a very, very, very old tradition that used to be kind of like a secret tradition reserved specifically for gurus. But now it's been open to the public a little more. It's going to sound a little woo-woo. So, so
0: stay with <laughs> I me. Like, no, this sounds cool.
1: <laughs> so it's the idea that there is a snake coiled at the bottom of your spine. And that is like your energetic frequency, your Shakti, whatever, your chi, whatever you want to call it. And through doing the kundalini kriyas, a kriya is basically like doing a movement for anywhere from three to 11 minutes. So it could be like holding a plank for 11 minutes or it could be like doing a breath of fire for like four minutes. Through doing all these different kriyas, you're uncoiling that energy.
0: Wow.
1: For it to eventually like release off the top of your head. Basically what I get out from it Mm-hmm. is you do feel an energetic shift and you do kind of like feel your aura changing a little bit while you're doing it because you're doing all these crazy breath works and all these crazy movements to just like move energy around in your body um, and like release things within your body. So I really love the feeling after, but also again, it's that community. It's that reminder that like we are all coming here together and the the teacher will usually like talk about community and loving kindness and loving others and being a better friend partner sister mother lover co-worker mm-hmm. and so just these little reminders if i can do it once a week of just like yeah we're all here and we're all going through our own shit and like let's all get together when we can um and the third thing if i don't do either of those is i'll do kirtan which is a bhakti hindu tradition of singing So there will be an instrument called the harmonium and it's a call and response chant. So the teacher will recite a chant and then we kind of like all sing in response and it's all the same idea. Again, community, we're all singing together. We're all doing this together. And of course the chemicals that are released while singing and chanting is really, I don't know what the chemicals are, but it's beautiful. And Hmm. you know, people are crying, (laughs) whatever. but yeah, that's what I try to do weekly. Um, and it just, again, it's just a reminder to just. I always leave those classes being like, oh man, I got to be a better person. Yeah. You know?
0: Which is amazing. And that's such a high vibration, too. Totally. You know, thinking of others and love and. Yeah. What is altruism? I totally.
1: Guess. We kind of yeah. forget about those sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Wait, yeah. I love this. I'm so inspired. I want to try all of these. You should. I think I'm going to. I was going to try to come with you Tuesday, and then it was waitlisted and I I was
1: like damn it (laughs) I always joke that it's my church I've never been religious and I know that you have your own experience with Mm -hmm. religion um it's kind of like what I think the best parts of religion are
0: yeah of just let's come
1: together and just like be a good neighbor be a good person
0: love you know yeah singing yes I I've been singing in my car a lot lately and I hadn't sung for a while and I actually have a minor in voice and I used to be, I sang, I sang in Carnegie hall actually with my choir. Like I sang a ton. I used to be so active vocally and I have felt such a shift doing this. Like just the last couple of weeks. I don't know why. Yeah. It feels so good to sing. Yeah. I don't know why. There's something that it does for our nervous system and our brain and yeah, Yeah, I should, I want to Google this now.
1: I know. I wish we had like a scientist just sitting to chime in to be like, this is why you feel so good when you do all these things.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are my weekly things. I love that. Yeah. What are yours? Mine. Okay. I, I do EFT tapping. I'd say three to four times a week. Okay. Um, again, it's something I would love to do every day, but just the length of my morning routine would just be four hours. long If I did everything. (laughs) We're like, Oh, it's dinner time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's lunch time. I did nothing. Um, and I just, it, and I, it's, it neutralizes, first of all, any like negative charges that you have from past events um, or recent p- events. But oftentimes for me, it'll bring up the past event that created the trigger. And so I'm kind of able to neutralize the past event as well as what just happened to me. So it's a way of just neutralizing and not letting trauma store in my body, store in my mind, just clearing it out you tap on your meridian points, you express any negatives. Like, even though this happened to me, even though I'm doing this, I'm feeling this, whatever I deeply love and forgive and accept myself. And then you, it also includes cognitive rewiring. So you're like putting in the positive belief. Um, I choose to believe that, you know, I am safe and things are working for me and, um, I can create different, like whatever you need to hear. And for me, it really helps me it's helped me reprogram myself and release a lot of old programming and then but also neutralize when things happen in the present. Um, so that's something I tend to do like three to four times a week, probably. Um, and then Pilates I'll do, uh, Melissa with health Pilates, mm-hmm. which I, she infuses like some yoga, some mindset stuff, some stretching. So I feel like I notice my body instantly. I am so relaxed after yeah. I do it. Um, what else do I do weekly? I love Melissa Wood Health. She's great. Yeah. She's really great. I
1: did her classes during COVID and I kind of dropped off, but.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so great from when we were all stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I do better with somebody guiding me with workouts. I've right. been getting a little better at self guided, actually. My friend um, has her own set of bands. She's a fitness trainer. And so I started using those a little, but um, I'm mostly doing the things that she did at the workout I did with her. So like, right. <laughs> I'm good. That's going to only last for so long. But. Um, but yeah, Melissa Wood health stuff is cause she infuses the mindset with, right. the. well, and that was something I was going to comment on. I love how you have such a good balance of body and mind. Right. My takeaway from this conversation is I need to do more for my body. Yeah. Cause I'm not getting in my, I'm not getting in my body enough yeah. I'm doing a lot of the mental, emotional, spiritual stuff, but I'm not doing enough physical, I think.
1: So body is like my mode that I live in. And mm. so, like, I started with doing body, and then had to force myself, kind of like, to do mental mm. stuff, which sounds like you're doing the opposite. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I grew up as a ballerina for 18 years, so I think okay. at a very young age, I was taught to like understand your body, and even still now, like, I'll make decisions just based on like how does my body feel and mm. releasing things through it. Like, I'm I cr- such a big crier crying is I great. love crying yeah. cuz it just like comes physically out of your body and then yeah. I'm like it's done and yeah. like guys I'm dating will be like are you okay I'm like no that just like had to happen yeah yeah <laughs> we're fine let now let it out
0: we're good now yeah totally clearing the faucet yep yeah oh i love crying so eft tapping makes me cry a lot i bet yeah i it, it's it's called i guess emotional freedom technique is what it means so it like okay. frees you emotionally and i always cuz it'll i have so many past things um i literally had one today i was actually tapping and i cried after cuz i really realized like i still have worth stuff coming up mm-hmm. from this work is never over oh it's never over yeah. yeah yeah but i thought i had done enough about on that like for a minute yeah <laughs> and then i was like nope i it just like <laughs> bullying that happened to me like the yeah m- still the way i feel about myself and how how much i value myself i'm like damn we got work to do on this still <laughs> it's crazy how it's like on, those know.
1: things that happened so long ago like still live in you somewhere
0: yeah Yeah, they just, I mean, they were so emotional. I think Joe Dispenza says this. It's like the more emotionally charged an event is, the more of an impact it has on your subconscious mind. But it's like also the younger you were, the more impressionable your subconscious mind was. So I feel like some of those extremely emotional events, just the impact they had on our brain, it just takes years to undo it. I know. Um, oh, and baths. I do. That is something I do for my body. I take a bubble bath every single night. Do you? I do.
1: Oh my gosh. Wait, why? Tell me more.
0: I mean, I don't know. I just love them, but for me, um, so hot, hot therapy and cold therapy, hot mm-hmm. therapy. I know more about, because of yes. my foot <laughs> <run backs. laughs> but it just, I notice it just helps me relax mentally, physically, and it's kind of my me time. I try to be good about not bringing my phone but just 15 minutes in the tub when r- yeah. you raise your body temperature it just helps your nervous system regulate and calm down. And um, it signals to me like for me, it's also like a worth thing. Like, no, like you deserve this time to relax. Yeah, You need to take time for you. And so
1: I really have been trying to work on like I have my morning routine down mm-hmm. out of like pure necessity. But my night routine, I try and I find myself just like on my phone at night or like watching Netflix. And I'm like, that's one thing I'm actively trying to like create the space for myself at night. Um, so maybe I'll try baths.
0: Baths are great. I also, something I've been doing a lot lately is, um, meditating before bed trying to do 15 minutes because we're going into our subconscious for so long I'm trying right. to be more proactive about what I'm doing before that mm-hmm. but it's so hard especially if I've had alcohol I'm oh, like yeah
1: game over yeah game <laughs> over
0: game over so <laughs> it's that, that balance and but then it's like you know on top of that it's like not judging myself right because it's like okay I'm allowed to have fun and live my life too I don't need to be doing this work all the time totally like I'm allowed to enjoy the journey and relax and have fun so I'm I'm working on that balance too yeah
1: one thing I do do at night when I can like if I do any night routine it'll be this and I will jot down in like the most plain language is what I did that day Hmm. and, like, for two reasons. Number one, I studied writing in college, and one of my professors instructed us to keep a journal, and he said, don't write about your feelings. Just write about exactly what happened. And then he said, when you go back and you just read went to lunch with Jordan at Fig, you'll know exactly how you felt. You'll know exactly the ambience, and, like, your brain will tell you that back. I think that was a creative writing tactic, but I just used it just to be like, here's what I did today. Yeah. And also... So, like, you actually have, like, such a full day, and sometimes we forget what we do. Yeah. And how much we accomplish. Yeah. And it's just so nice to be like, yeah, I did all that.
0: It's so true. That's cool, you know? Yeah.
1: Because you, you only forget, like, I mean, you only remember the past, like, three things we actually did.
0: Yeah. Oh, that, well, that reminds me of something I do a couple times a week, actually, is I will write down everything I manifested. Uh-huh. That, like, whether I... Intentionally did it or not, basically anything good that happened. Right. Because I feel like with our reticular activating system, like it's looking for what you're telling it to look for. Yes. Um, if you're actively being in charge of what it's doing, um, right. what it looks for what you choose to look for. And so that has helped me so much default my like or make my default like looking for good and noticing good and then feeling good. Cause I'm like right. my, I guess because of all the trauma I went through, or maybe it's just part of being human. I don't know. I would always be like looking for bad things. Yeah. You know what, what's going to happen? How do I protect myself? What not? And like, that's such a negative mindset to be in It's scarce lack, you know, scarcity lack. Um, so that's helped me really, um, I'm just so much more positive as a default. Totally. It's It's been really cool to see
1: when you started doing all this work and when you're really in it do you notice a difference in the people that either come into your life or leave your life
0: yeah i've been it's i've been having i've been really enjoying the people i've been hanging out with lately it's been so little drama and i've had to work on guilt like not responding to people that were really pulling me down but i like i'm having trouble even just engaging with people that yeah. used to drag me down it's mostly high vibe i'm mostly really enjoying I'm Yeah, it's mostly, like, amazing yeah. interactions lately. Yeah.
1: How totally. about you? Totally. Um, Yeah, I think the people I'm meeting are so what I've wanted for so long and the people I've wanted in my life for so long. But also, like, when you're – I feel so LA saying this, but radiating on a high frequency, <laughs> you really feel the difference when people mm-hmm. aren't, and it's very yeah. difficult to engage. Yeah. I Lovely. have that guilt, too. Yeah. But it's just, like – throwing a wrench and you're dead and it's like I can't deal with that
0: same same yeah you become you, your energy becomes so pure you you it's so hard to interact with people who are like negative and yeah not good energy totally yeah I, th- I used to think the whole vibing high thing was like so woo and whatever and then I got really got into manifestation and saw how much it empowered me and yeah I became so sensitive and now I'm like no it's a real thing
1: I think also, like, if anyone's single, that's very important, too, because, like, that will dictate who you attract.
0: I've had mostly pretty great experiences dating in L.A. thus far. Me, too. I prefer dating in L.A. than New York. I wasn't dating in New York, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't compare. But, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I I feel like people out here actually do vibe higher. They I do. Like they do. Hate to say it. They <laughs> do. I Oh my god philly and new york i remember the airports every I, I'm, I'm like scared to talk to people there like the security people right. here out here i remember being shocked and like oh my god what's going on like they smile they say how are you hi yeah. the energy and people in california is so much better totally than the east coast
1: yeah they also like have hobbies and that's not yeah it's not a self-care thing but is it but it is i think having hobbies totally. is something that like has been really important to me but also like as i date like I need a partner that has a full life for themselves. Like what do you do to make your own life better for no reason other than pure enjoyments?
0: Well that I actually had a trauma therapist tell me this was one of her biggest things she did for herself was get hobbies. I think it shows you how much you value yourself because otherwise you're treating yourself like a workhorse. A
1: hundred percent. Like that's
0: your purpose is to work. No, your purpose is to enjoy your experience here. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What are your hobbies? What are my hobbies? It's hard for me because I enjoy my work so much. I enjoy reading about like quantum physics, mm-hmm. manifestation, that stuff, and listening to podcasts on it. Like, it's hard for me to not be in that space. I really enjoy building relationships with people. Right? It's, it's not really like a hobby. It, it totally is. Yeah, I think so. I love connecting with people. I I don't have a TV in the apartment because I yeah. like I love spending time with people and connecting. I love going to the beach. I'll just go and like cry at the sunset sometimes, because <laughs> <laughs> y- it's you so and pretty. Me both. <laughs> It's such a, it, honestly, okay, ever since I started making that a habit, I've manifested better because it puts you in, I, I'm in such a high frequency of gratitude because I'm like, oh my god, I'm so lucky to be here looking at such majesty, like, yeah. and I, I always notice after I do that, like the next day, I'm manifesting good things. Oh,
1: interesting. More than usual, yeah. Okay, good to know. Yeah,
0: it's so, it's so, it's so funny.
1: And that feeling of awe is something really important and like Mm -hmm. seeking that out Mm -hmm. or just like being like wow the world is so much bigger than me yeah
0: it's right i guess going back to your sense of community and like we're with other people
1: i cry when i watch the sunset because i look around at everyone else also standing and watching the sunset and i'm
0: like we're all just standing here looking at this little thing dip into the ocean wait that's actually beautiful i haven't thought about that so in my own world maybe i i definitely need to start doing this <laughs> breathwork stuff of my we're own. probably like
1: five feet from each other we both <laughs> live in santa monica we're, we're probably just like wow <laughs> standing
0: right oh, next yeah. to each other that's hilarious oh my god i love that what else do i do my cat's kind of my hobby i'm obsessed Where did he with him go? he left blanket. i know he, he was like bye bitches um I really enjoy um, mixology, like coming up with cocktails or or like wine, learning about wine. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that's an excuse for drinking, but I actually do enjoy like. It's an art. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it. How about you? um surfing is my new hobby oh that's right i it's so cool obsessed with you're so brave i'm so scared of sharks in these waters like you're so brave yeah i try not to think about it
1: if i'm on my board i feel pretty safe the second i lose my board i am like absolute panic mode every time okay but yeah surfing um hiking i'm really like enjoying being in nature in any way yeah um and then, like yoga and all the meditation stuff, but again, like that's like kind of what we do. So yeah. I don't know if that's like a hobby per se, but yeah, right now it's surfing and hiking. Uh, yeah.
0: So we'll talk about challenging yourself, but also, I'm sure that that's the water's pretty cold out here. so there's,
1: oh, it's everything I want in one activity yeah, it's yeah,' I was like, like you're physically
0: <laughs> challenging.
1: I'm freezing. <laughs> I'm in flow, I'm in nature, I'm connecting with people because I don't have my phone. Yeah. And so we're sitting in the lineup waiting for a wave and I become a whole new person. Like I'm not the kind of girl to chat with the coffee guy or not the co- what is this, the barista. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Or like I'm not <laughs> gonna thing. talk to you in line at Erwan. It's just not my vibe. But when I'm in the water, I'm like chatty Cathy. All the surfers out. Yeah. So I'll just chat with everyone. And it's so fun. And, you know, I'm not great, but it's really fun to be kind of bad at something, especially at
0: age 30. So good for us.
1: Yeah. And just learn something new. Yeah. Yeah. It's very humbling.
0: It is. But I, for me, it's helped me let go of my ego so much. And God, does life get fun when you don't have your fucking ego protecting you all the time. You're just like, I get to look stupid and laugh at myself. It's way more fun. Oh my god, I love that. I know. Oh my god. Wait, I really want to go surfing with you before I leave. I feel like we need to go. I'm going to go this weekend.
1: Maybe I should go with you. When are you going? I'm going to go tomorrow morning. Probably go to Malibu.
0: Okay, guys, you'll hear Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay
1: tuned. <laughs> you don't hear anything more on this podcast, it's because you got eaten by a shark.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say that. Uh, well, this is such a good conversation. It was so fun to have you on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I learned so much from you. So I'm sure everybody else on the, you know, listening did, but I'm all now like, okay, more body stuff. I want to try everything you're doing. So give it a try. Yeah. yeah. I've heard really good things about open. I know one of the instructors there, so I need to, I need to check out open too. Yeah.
1: They have classes. Even if you don't live in LA, they have online classes and I think they record a lot of their live sessions. So you can just go online I think you have to actually like pay for a membership, but you can sure. access the live classes kind of as if you're there, you don't get the community part, but okay. So a nice four to five minute class.
0: I love it. Yeah. Well, where can everybody find you if they want to, f- you guys, I mean, not if you want to follow her, you definitely should follow her. Her feed is so aesthetic. Her style is so cool. I love Lily. Thanks. Her stories are inspiring. You'll get lots of wellness vibes too. Um, where can they find you?
1: Yeah. At just my name, Lily Montasser, M O N T A S S E R
0: and yeah. Lily with one L. L-I-L-Y. L-I-L-Y. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, cheers. Cheers. I'm going to finish this drink that <laughs> I know. basically finished already. <laughs> Wait guys, I feel like we should say this <laughs> so Lily came over and I was like do you want to drink and I realized I was out of pineapple juice which is like I mean you guys know I'm obsessed with margaritas I have my signature recipe and I need pineapple juice for my mark and so I had a brand send me a non-alcoholic their mocktails like and I was like so excited like oh yeah these will be great for like my you know little nights where I'm not drinking because I you know I always feel better when I drink less and um we definitely spiked the mocktails yeah I'm kind of cooked thought <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> this was great Okay, (laughs) cheers now officially.